Chapter forty nine of California Sketches by Oscar Penn Fitzgerald. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter forty nine A Woman of the Early Days. One day in the summer of eighteen fifty six, I was called to attend a wedding in the city of Sonora. At the appointed hour, I repaired to the house designated, a neat little cottage surrounded with flowers and shrubbery a pleasant party had already assembled in the snug little parlor in a few minutes the bridegroom entered the room he was a fine specimen of manly beauty he had a faultless figure a handsome winning face and graceful manners a little dashed with californian abandon after a little conversation he left the room and soon returned presenting himself with the bride ready for the ceremony she was very beautiful her form was perfectly rounded a model for an artist her face fair and sunny shaded by luxuriant dark clustering hair her eyes large and lustrous they were both radiant with happiness and it was a merry party that sat down to the elegant dinner which followed the bridal ceremony this marriage made a brief sensation the parties were both well known and the bride's california life made one of those romantic episodes so common in those early days the romance alas was too often tinged with the darker colors of sin so it was in this case this is the story of kate s as told to me by herself i was the youngest child of a happy family near l in pennsylvania i was called pretty and was the pet of the household when i was scarcely sixteen while still a schoolgirl a wealthy neighbor proposed to marry me my father favored the proposal i was startled by it and told my father i did not and could not love him and would not marry him my lover persisted in his addresses my father seconding his suit and at last i consented to wed him oh how bitterly have i rued the day i could not love him and i soon ceased to respect him he was cold selfish and jealous he petted and flattered me at first but soon discovering that i did not love him and only endured his caresses his conduct changed into systematic injustice and oppression when a child was born to us i tried to love him for its sake i tried to do my duty as a wife but was unhappy despite the wealth for which i had been sold my husband's business took an unfortunate turn and he lost nearly all he had then he became still more unkind to me while at the same time i was denied many of the comforts and luxuries to which i had become accustomed in eighteen forty nine he suddenly avowed his purpose to go to california and started at once leaving me with my father he had been in california about a year when he wrote to me giving an encouraging account of his success asking me to go with him and promising to do everything in his power to make me happy i thought it my duty to go still indulging a lingering hope that he might be a different man and that we might yet be happy i wrote to him telling him when i would start and asking him to meet me in san francisco on my arrival when we passed through the golden gate entered the bay and landed at the wharf i looked in vain for him among the crowds in waiting he was not there every face was strange after waiting in san francisco two days i proceeded to sonora whence his letters had been written having barely money enough to meet the expense of the journey 
on my arrival at sonora i learned that he was in the vicinity and sent for him he came but greeted me coldly though he seemed glad to see the child then six years old he engaged board for me at a hotel but left the place without paying when the bill was presented to me having no money to pay it i offered to hire myself to the hotel keeper as a servant and my offer was accepted my husband did not come near me i learned the reason he had left in company with a disreputable woman not even taking leave of his child my duties as a servant were not very laborious but i felt humiliated and heart-broken sonora was then almost one great gambling hell almost everybody gambled the dealers of the games were mostly women the largest gambling hell in the city belonged to an old man one of its most influential citizens i was surprised when he came to me one day and proposed to employ me as a monte dealer i shrank from the proposal he offered me large wages and promised to protect me as his own daughter at last i yielded and was soon regularly dealing cards at a monte table my employer was delighted with the result crowds were gathered nightly round the table at which i presided i was utterly miserable i loathed the very sight of the money i made so rapidly many fearful scenes did i witness in that gambling hell men shot dead over the table at which i sat young men stripped of their last dollar rushing out desperate ready for robbery or suicide old men cursing their luck with clenched hands and tearing their gray hairs in frenzy it is horrible to think of it it was here that i met frank b he was a gambler of the more gentlemanly sort and i met him frequently i was constantly exposed to insults from the drunken and half-drunken men who frequented the place one night a burly ruffian was more grossly insulting than was usual frank b was standing near and quick as thought felled him to the floor with a heavy blow of a loaded cane which he always carried the desperado rose to his feet furious with rage and drawing a bowie knife rushed upon frank but he was seized disarmed and thrust out into the street after rough handling by a dozen strong men not long after this occurrence frank proposed to marry me i already knew that i loved him but i told him that i was a married woman and would not listen to him steps were taken to procure a divorce by his advice i left the gambling hell and was full of joy at my release pending the proceedings for divorce i went to san francisco where i passed through temptations and troubles of a very painful character but which i would forever forget if i could at length the divorce having been effected i returned to sonora where i have lived until now it seems as if a dark and troubled dream had passed away and i had awoke to a bright and happy morning after their marriage they seemed to be perfectly happy no two individuals ever seemed to be more evidently designed by nature for each other i learned that frank b had been respectably bred and liberally educated since coming to california he had at one time amassed a large fortune but had lost it by indulging his passion for gambling from being their victim he had now become the associate and confederate of the gambling fraternity but he was disgusted with the life he was leading and told me that he intended to abandon it 
good news said she to me one day as i entered the cottage good news frank has got a deputyship in one of the county offices and will change his life tears of joy were in her eyes as she told me and my congratulations were most hearty in a few days he entered upon his new employment with a hopeful and happy heart when i met him in the street he seemed to walk more erect and his eyes met mine with a more manly and independent expression handsome before now he looked noble only a few weeks had elapsed when having visited a town some twelve miles distant he was seized with a fever and was brought home in a state of delirium his wife had a presentiment from the first that the attack would be fatal he seemed to have a similar feeling in his lucid intervals he spoke to her with a mournful tenderness of their approaching separation in little more than a week he died and a great concourse of men and a few women gathered on the hill to see him buried the blow was a terrible one to her her grief was so wild and fearful that even feminine criticism was awed into silence or melted into sympathy frank's sudden death and his wife's anguish broke down the barriers which had previously limited her social life and she was made to feel the throb of the sympathetic heart of the place conventionalities were swept away by the breath of sorrow the only women who held aloof from the mourner were those who had a painful consciousness that their own social standing was somewhat equivocal i visited her and sought to point her to the source of true consolation she interrupted me by demanding fiercely her eyes fairly blazing do you think my husband is in heaven not giving me time to answer she continued in a defiant tone walking the floor as she spoke her long hair dishevelled and her hands clasped don't speak to me of religion unless you can tell me he is happy if he is not saved i do not wish to be where he is no higher no lower is my heaven she fought a hard battle with poverty and temptation in the mines drifted down to san francisco still looking young and beautiful and shall i spoil a romance by telling it married a rich man and is living in luxury but i choose to believe all the heart she had to give was buried in frank b s grave on the hill above sonora End of chapter forty nine